Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for 20% off your first purchase. Oh, put the kettle on. Waffling about the things that we probably don't know. Come here to join us and see where this random chit chat goes. All aboard from the Toast Train Show. Oh, lovely cup of tea. Thank you. Hey. hey, we do it every time, don't we? Every single Whee. time. Whee. Welcome to was it episode seven? Episode seven. Episode seven of the Toast Train, and tonight we have a very, very special guest, a very old friend of mine. Give it up for Russ Rogers of No Limit Street Band. Hey. Thank you. Good to be here, guys. How are you guys doing? You all right? Yeah, we're fine, thanks. How are you? I'm okay, thank you. Are you very okay much. now? You've had a lovely holiday in the south of France. Yeah, I know. I feel very. Look at guilty. the tan on it. I know. Well, it's it, it was this, it's burn, isn't it? It's this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm one of these rare, rare animals, a kind of ginger bloke who actually does get a bit of a tan. So. Oh, so you're just here to rub that in as well? Wicked. Well, no, it's not fake tan. It's just. Yeah. So, it's a tan. I haven't seen Russ without a full Viking beard yeah, it's been a for while. a very long time. So this is a, like a stranger sitting in front of me right now. Are you trying to shave the ears off? The problem with the beard, obviously, with the whole mask situation at the moment, made it very tricky. So um, it kind of stuck out like out here, basically, or is yeah. it just, just get get the kind of straps on and all that stuff? Yeah, we, we, you know, you got a mask on and you get bits sticking out left and right. And when you take the mask off, it's all over the place. So just no, <laughs> just get rid of it. What does the wife think? Does, does she miss the beard or is she pro no beard? No, she's she's pretty cool with a beard. Actually, she, it's one of these things where I I post on Facebook about beards, and it's a bit of a double standard actually, right? Because um, nobody likes my fucking beard. <laughs> that's because it's not in your face. <laughs> <laughs> But when I've posted about sort of, you know, just opinions on Facebook, do you want me to, you know, should I shave it off? Should I kind of grow it? And people, it's generally females that come back and go, oh, thank God you got rid of that stupid growth on your face. And it's oh, like, really? I'm surprised. You know what? That's really not cool. See, That's I thought not in cool to say today's modern world, like, is, uh, women are very much about the beard, especially after like Aquaman, oh, yeah. Game of Thrones, yeah, all that yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah, it's like they, they want that, like, geezer. Yeah, well, well, possibly, I guess. But just like I said, I don't like that whole double standard of like, you know, you a girl can say that to a bloke about their beard, but, you know, if you said that about their haircut, you'd be like, yeah, that's totally wrong. But you were asking their opinion. That's the difference. No, I'm asking an opinion about whether I should cut it off or 
whether I should keep it. But when people turn around and say, oh, you look really stupid with it or I really hate it, it's kind of, you kind of go, that's not on. No, that's it's not, cool. not on. But, you know... That's, do, that's are you basically the guy, where Facebook trolling starts. Are Luckily, you the guy I who, don't give a shit. Yeah, so, I was going to say, are you the guy who does the opposite? Because I'm the guy who does the opposite. I will never forget years ago... It's like water was, off a duck's beard. I was getting my hair cut and I was like, I really fancy getting a fringe cut in. Should I do it? So I rang Rob and Rob was with the band and I was like, Twigs, should I get a fringe cut in? And he went, hang on a minute. He went, guys, should only get a fringe cut in? And they all went, fucking hell no. And I was like, <laughs> cut the fucking fringe. And then, it, yeah. and then, you know, a week later, he was like, actually, I quite like it. Obviously, it was a complete pain in the ass, And, you know, I had to... Get yeah, but you can, you can. You're one of those girls that can just wear anything anyway. You can like oh. t- turn up in like you know a, a, a handmade tea towel and you have seen some, me in some a handmade like Crocs tea towel. or whatever, yeah. and it'll still look alright. I don't own Crocs. <laughs> so Russ, you've been in quarantine, haven't you? What's, what's, why was that? Uh, well, obviously, yeah, in France, we was on the holiday, and then they announced that the quarantine would happen literally the day after we arrived home. So, cool. so you're not infected or anything like that? No. Good no, stuff. No, COVID-free from, from what I understand. <laughs> so what was that like being in quarantine for no reason? That must have been really frustrating. Uh, look, well, not no reason, but, you right, know. But like, surely it's just been the same as being in lockdown. It, well, this is it. It's but again. Like, right, so again, I was in lockdown for still. months. I, I was back doing a bit of work for a couple of weeks and then off on holiday, sitting on my ass for another two weeks and just sitting at home doing some more stuff. Sounds terrible. So, so you're, but you're, you're not the guy that will sit around and do nothing. You'll always have some sort of creative thing to, to do or you'll probably invent a new business or something right. like that. You're not, you're well, not doing know, that, Everything from like your lockdown quizzes. We love that. Yeah, when that was When lockdown good came in, Russ was doing like family quizzes on a Sunday afternoon or whenever it was and it's brilliant. Do you know what? Yes, normally, Rob. I am normally 100 million ideas at once. But actually, I really struggled through the whole lockdown thing because of not being able to do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I... I I have a million and one things going on at once because I'm a strong believer in momentum. So you kind of have momentum on one task, you then move that momentum. You might switch to a different task, but you keep that momentum going into a different task in like going down the gym or the, you know working on some band stuff or whatever it might be. Um, but in lockdown, everything just stopped. Oh, it was so and difficult. Did you find like your inspiration had gone a little bit to find the energy to do it? Because yeah. that's what I found like. Yeah. And it's especially difficult for all of us, I guess, you with the band, not necessarily your solo stuff, but both you and I, our musical careers, pretty much relies on a group effort yeah. because all my work is close to the like, harmony work yeah. and you and the band, it's mm. all like, it's so perfectly in sync with every other member of the band. Yeah. Um, and so when you're at home and you can't jam and you can't get together and you can't bash out new harmonies, you're like, Oh God, it's so difficult to keep that like energy going because you can't bloody see anyone. You can't do anything. This well, is but, it. Yeah, I mean, my 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 fallback was like if there's no gigs, you know, studio bookings. <laughs> so yeah, that, exactly. obviously no fuckers like, coming oh, here. So nobody can come Sorry, to my studio. I, I cut you off there, Russ. Go on. What was you gonna say? No, I was just gonna say that the same thing. Yeah, I mean, you you kind of sitting there and you kind of what do we do? But I think the biggest thing with with lockdown, and I'm quite a pragmatic bloke. I quite like it when you know you are up against the odds and you got mm-hmm. shit to crack on with. Um, and I'm very much a case of, well, you know, the situation is what it is. This is how we get out of it. We do this, we do that. And, you know, we work towards <coughs> things. I, I tend to set goals and I tend to set targets and try and kind of do what I can to work towards them. But with the whole COVID thing, the issue being is that there are no definitives in it. Mm-hmm. So you, you kind of go, well, what target can I set? What... What can I work towards? Because yeah. you just don't know. There's yeah. so much uncertainty, which is a real all like. Absolutely. Just, sorry, one thing. I can 
say that we haven't actually told anyone what the No Limit Street Band is. <laughs> yeah, should, we, should we do that you, first? Which is your baby. Because uh, so, people on the podcast are probably going, this is this random guy yeah. with no beard. <laughs> He's so, got no beard. What else? So, I mean, I tell you what, uh, producer Ads has written a bio of Russ Rogers. Gone in. Um, now, Rob, you love reading. Yeah. So you're going to take these ones, okay? Okay, thanks. Okay. Russ started playing trumpet and performing in competitive marching bands at the age of six. Correct. He went on to start writing slash creating marching band shows and eventually running a UK championship winning band in Gravesend, which I was involved in. True story. True story. Uh, Russ started the No Limit Street Band, which is a seven-piece professional bath. I've done a Rob! I've done a Rob! Brass function band in 2011 and quickly got involved in the 2012 Olympics, not running... Uh, no, no, no. no. Uh, performing <laughs> beard several, yeah, beard trimming, professional beard trimming, several after parties in the Olympic Park as people left the stadium, including after the closing ceremony, which made them officially the last thing that happened in the Olympic Park in 2012 before it shut, which is mega cool. Mm. That's cool. And since then, uh, he's helped provide drummers and performed in the shows uh, for the Rolling Stones for their live shows at the O2 and for Take That Live on BBC with me. Hey. Uh, he also <laughs> provided marching band performers for TV adverts for Pizza Hut, Samsung and Suzuki last year. And last year he performed an impromptu performance with Niall Feckin Rogers <gasps> from Cheek. And the most recent high profile gig was performing on live uh, on ITV for the opening of Dancing on Ice 2020, 2020, which was also a pleasure to be part of. Yeah. So, so you haven't done much, have no, you? No, not really <laughs> so done anything. Sure, You're a bit of a layabout, really, aren't you? Used to do marching bands, decided to carry on doing marching bands, but just with a short, a smaller amount of people and taking it to the masses. And it's, uh, it's all, yeah, it seems quite popular. So yeah. Now, we, we've had this chat many times where it's, it's such, like when you say marching bands to people, it's so hard to get, their mindset away from the American Pie, rumpy pumpy, like mm-hmm. bands, yeah, and and make it sound cool. Now, obviously, having done it for like God knows how many years, I know how cool it is, but it's just that message is just not there. And I feel like the actual kind of uh, drum core side of marching bands, I don't know. I mean, it's still there very much, but like it's, I don't think it's the same. For people who are unfamiliar, what is drum core? So basically, it's, well, Russ, go on. What yeah, is drum core? okay, so like marching bands has different different styles, much like any other kind of form of music. Um, there's, as um, Rob kind of alluded to, like the high school American college bands. Um, but then the style of stuff that we did was called drum and bugle core, which was more kind of professional, a bit more serious. Um, it wasn't, and I think this is actually a problem with it, the reason it's not as popular as it is now. It was It was more, I mentioned in the bio about it being competitive, and it got a bit too competitive and a bit too much. Because things it's, a, were, it's a little bit more military precision as opposed to, hey, we're in well, a baseball game. Uh, military oh. is probably the wrong word. Yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, it, it's, it, imagine like... Um, how you're scored on, say, like Strictly Come Dancing, the way they pull it apart, right? You you didn't do that with your heel or something like that. It's a bit more scrutinised that way. Yeah, and then shows shows were kind of designed more for the for the purpose of scoring, you know, mm-hmm. and getting points from judges rather than entertaining an audience. Right, I understand. And you yeah. go to these drum court shows, and what I always tried to do, I mean, the, the band that I I used to run was called uh, Black Knights, and that's what. Um, well, I'm Rob, familiar with it. Yep, so. yeah, Rob was involved in that. But yep. what I always tried to do, and I actually. Well, I say always try to do. Later on, 
when I was involved in it. I was I I kind of got a little bit sick of drum corps trying to be too clever and marching bands mm-hmm. trying to be too clever and mm-hmm. again just kind of ignoring the fact that there's people in the stand that want to be entertained yeah. by these shows I totally and just performing to, a, to to the judges. So we kind of developed a, an identity with that marching band Black Knights where they would create drum and bugle corps shows. You know, still technically demanding and still something that the judges would appreciate, but with music that people would enjoy. So that could come from various different, you know, um, genres of music. So things like O4 Tuna, I don't think that one, but do you remember it goes, um, so you know the song, right? You don't know the name of it, but you know the song. So people will know it. Things, and in that same show, they played Feeling Good by Nina Simone, they played, um, um, Black Parade by My Chemical Romance. They played um, Englishman in New York by Sting. So they kind of would always play music that people knew. And the thing is, then the crowd were like, oh, we really kind of enjoy that, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So really that was the the idea behind No Limit Street Band was just to kind of take a brass band. I mean, we don't do any original stuff. It's not about that for us. It's about playing music that people know. So we just it's all pop tunes, it's all pop and party yeah. music that people can yeah. sing along to, getting involved in. Well, I mean, like the prime example of that is the closing ceremony for the yeah. for the Olympics. So <clears throat> if you go on uh, the No Limit Street Band website, which is um, nlsb.co.uk, then you can see on their homepage the performance of the after the Olympics, and it is it's a just a musical riot of glorious happiness <laughs> i mean everybody's in such high spirits but it is a it's a bit of a sad event that something's closing so people should be like oh that's sad it's the end of the olympics but actually it's the complete opposite because people are just they're just so into the music and they love it so much they're partying so hard it was um a load of people missed their trains like they were making Brilliant. announcements like we're closing the park you gotta go and get your last trains people were like don't want to go yeah, yeah. <laughs> just having a great time with the party so it was um yeah no, that was a great experience but it was one of these things that when i started the band in 2011 i kind of knew that 2012 was coming up i mean i subscribed to the um the, the ethos of you know if you stay ready you don't have to get ready if we get the call we can say yes and, yeah. and be there within the hour and smash it yeah and that's and pretty did. much what happened yeah oh well, yeah I've, I've seen you plenty of times um it's you know Olympics is one thing, but I've seen you just tip up in a street somewhere. Yeah. Literally yeah. just or uh, outside a place, a mm. thing, mm-hmm. and then just in Have five it. minutes' time, there's like a swarm of people just That's, going, yeah! Well, like, I, was just, I was just going down the bank a minute ago, and now I'm like dancing <laughs> you know, with this with ginger bloke. Speaking with a loaf of bread kind of going, what's this? Um, yeah, I mean, that's, the, again, one of the one of our selling points, which is gives us an advantage over other kind of corporate you know, event bands, is that we, we are a brass band, so we don't have to be plugged into anything. And as you said, we could rock up literally anywhere. We could go in the middle of a roundabout on, you know, on a road and do a two-hour gig without any problems, you know. Um, but yeah, so that's that's our main selling point is the fact that we can do that impromptu. That and the fact that you are wicked. Thank you. You are very, very so good. good. Now uh, we've we've been sort of blessed with some brass instruments here tonight. Mm. Uh, so he never travels without his bow. I I would like to challenge you to a to a bone off, <laughs> Amy. <laughs> To a bone off. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> Boners at the ready. Uh, so basically, uh, what I would like to do is I'm, we're going to put some music on. Uh, very excited about this track actually coming up. Put some music on, and uh, I would like to uh, say Russ to very, very quickly try and show us how to do something. But give us a little bit of a challenge to sort of play some sort of well-known song. Okay. Uh, and we're going to get our tech man Adam to to guess. Right. So so you'll give Amy a song and she'll try and do it. Mm-hmm. Give me a different song. 
So not the same one yeah, got necessarily. It. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, and we'll see if we are good enough so to, to join No Limit Street Band or not. Okay. Now, it's, good it's worth noting at this point before we go to this um, song, I am literally deaf now because of the little warm-up you had earlier. Well, <laughs> well Rob owns a trombone. <laughs> Well, I yes, do but not. I own he one. He can't play it. I also own an oven, one. but I don't know how that works. <laughs> no, you know neither so. of us know how that works. So, um, guys, uh, right. Where are we going to? Music. So, I'm looking at some music here. I'm very excited about this. Oh, now, this yesterday, is mega. Yesterday, this is mega. Um, we were deciding what sort of new music to put on the show. If you don't know already, uh, you new musicians out there, if you want to be on the show, it's very simple. Just write to us. Uh, find us at Toast Train TV, any one of the socials. Drop us your tunes and we'll give it a spin. But um, I had an email earlier from, and I thought it was bullshit, <laughs> but uh, it actually turns out it's true. Uh, there's uh, an up and coming guy. Well, he's not up and coming. He's obviously clearly smashing it. Uh, a guy called uh, Raf or Rafe. What are we saying? I'm saying I'm going with Raf. Raf Pylon. Uh, great second name as well. I love a pylon. Uh, he's done a track. He's not even fucking. He's, I'm not. I'm not. We'll get into he that another time. The, if you love pylons, join the Pylon Association on Facebook. It's an actual thing. Don't look at me. I'm not a member. You're of actually it. joking. Right? No, no, I'm I'm I don't. Joking. And when I see a cool pylon, I have to fucking text him a picture of it. Yeah, Are we talking thing. actual pylons? Actual pylons. Yeah. pylons. Okay, we'll get into it in a minute. But anyway, this this guy's called Raf Pylon, and and he's <laughs> he's got a feature by. Tito Jackson of the Jackson 5. actual Tito Jackson. Tito Jackson of the Jackson 5 is on the toast train. So I doubt he's listening. He's probably far too busy, but hopefully he'll give it a nice share. Uh, Should we get into it? So this this song's called Kings. Kings Lane, actually. Oh, there you go. See you in a few. Wasn't written on the car, Dad. (laughs) Everything closes. I'm walking along this street where crows are making Castle right beside me leaves me speechless I'm not dreaming at all It's all in front of me This past and present collided For some reason Makes me wonder if I could be More than a hopeless boy In a world so wild and hazy The old kings of this world Might have been crazy It's not any better now If only my words Could Started all over Back at a time I felt like I had all the answers Never cared about the time cause I had forever And I was proud to fall Wanting everything without trying Don't bother fighting, not really listening But it only takes a minute around here To figure out all these things you've been wondering about in a hurry Just a little glimpse of the roses makes you happy But it won't make it better now now. If only my words could ring all over I'd shout it clear like an emperor The world would be in peace if we lived together The way that these million roses share Color and space along the old king's land Thank you. 
and sisters, for much too long we have been driven by fear and feel division. This time is over. It is now time to embrace the power of our differences and make a difference. Together we have a responsibility to break down these walls that separate us and unite to create this world where we can finally believe that there's only one earth, one race, the human race. Awesome, awesome. Once again, that was uh, Raph Pylon uh, featuring Tito Jackson Kings. What was it? Lane. Lane. And uh, the lovely video as well. It looked like he had all his pals in there. I thought some of them could be celebs, but Adam doesn't recognise them. But we don't do celebs, do we? No. We don't really know. No. We're all about the underdog here. However, thank you so much for for sending that in. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, Coming up, we've got some more new music by Up, uh, and we've also got some stuff by. Russ and the No Limit Street Band to show you as well. Now, uh, speaking of No Limit Street Band, uh, time for a challenge. <laughs> Got no I jingle for this, but no, we don't. This bit. Don't. to my left, here's some trombones I've made earlier. Totally tubular trombones. So I'll give you the black bone. That's, um, that's onomatopoeia, that's nice. Thank yeah. you. I'll give you nice the black thing. bone. Okay. Oh, there, yeah. 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 You fitted that in there. Yeah. Mate, penny dropped. Right. <laughs> okay. Cool, so, so I've got the white one, you've got the black one. <clears throat> cool, I'm working. You on? Hang on a moment, <laughs> let me compose myself. Nice. Is that... Yeah, that, that's brilliant. What, yeah? yeah, you're in. Okay, so uh, <laughs> challenge is, Russ, yeah. uh, as the music professional over there. Yes. The, well, I should say that the bell, the bell, bell end professional, <laughs> the top brass, um, I'd like you to you get your phone out and yeah. um it doesn't matter if i see it too much but um show amy a song or amy. something she's got to try You're and play one, and adam has got away. to try and guess away. what okay. it is oh the bold one. one yeah that's it oh okay the top one bold as brass hey. Hey. yes yeah, okay this is go for so it so i'm gonna i'm gonna okay go for it okay <laughs> I know. <laughs> seven Nation Army. Why can't oh, you just get one It's actually like a very really sad version of it. Yeah, <laughs> I might have <it's> the <laughs> minor <laughs> version. <laughs> Let me see if I can get actual The Wilton Flower <laughs> Army. <laughs> no, it's why like can't I, I, can I can only get one note out of this thing? Hang on. Well, that worked. You got the answer right. Yeah, but that's the only song that's ever been but written with that beat. It's more of the rhythm. Yeah, it's more of the rhythm, I think. It's a, like I just try a new thing for the first time and break the internet. You boned it off. Yeah. We just broke the internet. Yeah. So take your bone back. So Adam, okay. you got you got that right. So Russ, you might have even yes. um, got their music um, licensing thing. That, you know. <laughs> yeah, it okay. wasn't that recognisable. Was so good. Yeah, absolutely. you just found a tune. <laughs> right then, let's uh, let's have one from Rob. Then, so you're going to be the bottom one, my friend. I don't think you can read it from there, can you? Oh, okay. Now. It's worth also pointing out that Rob's had this. I am going to put while. something in place here, Rob, though. You can't play that bit. That bit. You mm-hmm. have to play the verse. Oh, oh, oh. oh. okay. Okay. <laughs> 
Can I play the next bit? There we go. Oh, we will rock. Yay! <laughs> nice. In perfect harmony at the end it as was, well. Yeah, it's good. It was very good. So you, you got you got to choose. You've done the best boning there, haven't you? Well, I think we all know the answer to that, don't we? <laughs> I'll let you. I'll let Amy have it. <laughs> I'll let her have it. his prize to Amy as well. Um, um and hey. um, yeah, you did really well. Congrats. Should we crack on with some more new music? Yeah, go on then. What say oh, you? you? Want to go to new music now. I do. I want to get the new music in, and then I want to get some toast in my face. Oh yeah. Wicked. All right, let's do it. So, Amy, who's who's up next? Okay, so uh, next up we have Up, and if you like your not the if, not the film, not the film, the, old, the old guy in the balloons. No, we've got um, Up there, um, local a couple of guys who have been like creating music for years and years and years, and they make this totally uh, harmonious out there dance track kick off your shoes, get in a field and have a damn good time kind of vibe, um, which is right up my alley. So um, for anyone who wants to go visit them, I'm going to put their link on the comments. Um, but for the time being, this is Up with Osaka. Enjoy.
love that. Those guys have been my friends for a long time and they've been supplying the music for our boogies. I like uh, the fisheye. Yeah. Oh, he's a big fan of the fisheye. Love it. So, yeah, that's... So what, are, they, are they in their bedroom there or...? I think they're in... I mean, some kind of some kind of room with curtains. It just shows, though, you can just do a video anywhere, can't it? You can do a video anywhere. Yeah, I and guess you can. Cool. Well, I mean, Tito Bloody Jackson just got all his mates to record yeah. themselves. But I mean, I'm that's lockdown. Busy. That's lockdown, isn't it? Everyone's had to get creative. Everyone's had to think on their toes. And uh, we've got this amazing track that we want to put out, but yeah. we can't go and f shoot an amazing video. It's so like the commercials now as well. And like, even like... This morning or whatever, it's all just people at home with their bookshelf behind them going, yeah, yeah. so I've made a cake and basically... <laughs> it's, it's the accepted norm, isn't it? I mean, like when YouTube first launched and even to now to a degree, the people that are creating content are people that have never been trained in it. Mm. They just learn it. They're just making their own way. Yeah, up. but Things they like, learn it by watching YouTube videos, which is did. outstanding. But the point being is, yeah, I suppose... It's some, of the, some of them now are very, very high... Oh, they are well, now. Yeah. They are you know. now. But the thing is, I mean, like things like, like loads this. of jump cuts and stuff like that. It was, it was never the accepted norm, but now it is because, yeah. like, you know, it's just it's driven by itself, isn't it? So. Yeah. yeah. No, so it's 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 a new world, Russ. It's it a is new world. It is. So speak, speaking of music videos, you've you've done quite a few, and you know, I've I've kind of been around a few of them. But uh, what it, would you say are your? Because you've got kind of the studio-based ones where it's just you, and then you've got videos which you've done with the actual band as well. Yeah, How so does it work with No Limit? Because, like, it's kind of a... I guess it's like a band name and whoever comes in and out, right? Is yeah, that pretty kind much. of it? So we, we, we did start initially with, a, you know, seven people, and that was gonna, that was our lineup. Um, but what you very quickly find out with that is that in any kind... Because it wasn't a professional thing when we first started. It was just a bit of fun that we said, well, we, you know, we'd do one gig a month and just see how it goes. Um, but opportunities started presenting themselves. But when you've got a hobby band like that, you're, you're basically limited to the lowest common denominator. So whoever's the least committed, that's how many gigs you can do. And you kind of go, well, you know, most of us want to do more, but that one person doesn't want to. So you very quickly have to find ways of kind of getting other people involved. And, you know, it has kind of grown and evolved to the point now with the number of gigs that we have now. Yes, we, we don't have a regular lineup. We have a probably a group of about 12 regulars that cover as many gigs as they can. But, yeah, throughout, you know, the summer, because we have... Um, maybe three weddings on the same day at the same time. You know, three different bands out. So we'll have, you know, three sousaphone players in different locations. You yeah. know, that'll be, what's it, nine trumpet players. How does that work for, like, um, I don't want to use the word cherry pick, right? Yep. But, like, obviously, do you, as chief, go, well, that gig's going to be the best one out of those other two? No, like, what I actually do, I mean, I've, I've, I've kind of delegated, you know, lots of responsibility throughout the band, so I'm not doing all of it. So um, a couple of guys in the band, uh, there's two Matts and, and a guy called Tokes, you know. Um, yeah. They, they fix the stuff for us. Oh, and, and Graham as well, so four of them actually. They actually kind of fix it. So they, they kind of work out between the, the trombones, who's going to cover what throughout the trumpets and stuff like that. I don't tend to cherry pick. If there's one that specifically needs me to be on it, um, I will do that um, if I'm providing the PA for it or, you know, I've got to do a DJ set or whatever afterwards. But no, I don't tend to cherry pick. I just, you know. Oh, sheer luxury. So what about like, um, like, so say you get like, the, you, you said you've got your regulars. Like, mm. how do you kind of, obviously it's whoever says yes to the most gigs who you probably offer the next one to, but... Do you have to kind of put standard aside for commitment and things like that? Yeah, that kind of, yeah. Because like, obviously, if you've got someone who's just the bollocks, but he's not necessarily interested in all the gigs, obviously, you'd rather yeah. him playing. But sometimes, you so, know what I'm saying? Like, no, I'm I'm more of a work ethic than talent person, to be honest with you. 
So um, if people are willing to commit time and effort into something, that that's always appreciated more so than someone that comes along can can do their thing, but you know are not particularly committed to it. You know, so I tend to try and keep it to the people that are have showed commitment to the course. If, if, put effort into No Limit Street Band, you know. So the guys that will record some videos at home and, you know, and, and record some audio at home so we can put some stuff together through lockdown or ones that are willing to go out and, and do gigs that pay less knowing that they're going to generate the inquiries for the ones that yeah. pay more. So, for example, the Nile Rogers gig that we did, yeah. that actually came from us doing busking in Canterbury. Oh, amazing. So, we so went talk out to us about day. that. Well, the busking. Well, about the Nile Rogers gig. Okay, yeah, that was that was cool. Yeah, yeah, because no, I know, I know there's, a, all... there's a bit of red tape right. here, isn't so, there? So yeah, there's, there's bits and pieces we shouldn't really be talking about because there's a bit of a do not, you know. It was in the bio. It was in the bio. It was in the bio, yeah. And we do kind of mention it, but we can't post any social media stuff. We can't say about who it was for. But it was it was a brand a brand awareness agency. Um, they were doing a retreat for one of their clients. It was like a whole weekend thing, and he was there, and we we had to do the opening of it, and this that, and the other, and we we kind of met him backstage, and he actually done the impromptu thing was actually on his on his Instagram, where it was like he just basically kind of um, we had the whole band behind him, and he just sort of talked about like you know whenever I, wherever I go, I've got to take a band with me to translate what's in my head, and he counted in, and we started playing Get Lucky, and he was sort of singing along to it and stuff. So it was That's really so awesome. that is on his Instagram. Uh, well, no, because it had to be taken down. That was the, the, yeah. one of the problems. Uh, so we, well, they yeah. asked him to take his yeah, video down. Yeah. So, oh, that sucks. Yeah. So yeah, that was a bit. A bit so he must have for, for however many hours it was up though. That must have been quite. That was pretty cool. But the thing was about that is, and it's going back to my point, is that that wouldn't have happened if we weren't willing to go out yeah. on a Sunday when it yeah. was raining with no expectation of getting paid and just yeah. go out and play to people yeah. and spread the word of what we do. Because yeah. um, the, the thing about what we do, because it is different from what you'd expect from most bands. We have to go out and show people what we do for people to really understand what is different about us and why they should book us and yep. you know that kind of stuff. Yeah, I totally um, relate to that because obviously, if you tell people what I do, like yeah. a close vocal harmony trio right. of, of like vintage music, they're like, oh. But then if you see us perform, they're like, oh, right. And that's how we ended. And up now in, I get it. And now I get it. Yeah. And um, that's how we ended up being flown to Germany by the goddamn army. And performing there for a weekend, yeah. you know. So you have to put yourself out there. You have Cushly, to do it. Yeah. And especially if you're not like a run-of-the-mill functions band, right. which neither you or I or you are, because we've all got a different niche, yep. you have to get out there and you have to do it. Loads of stuff came from that. I mean, I'm a strong believer you put the work effort in and things come from it. So from that, um, we also ended up supporting Mark Bronson and in Berlin. We supported Diplo in London, um, all from busking in Canterbury. Yeah. Because different people saw us, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, so, yeah, they feel safe to jump. I like what you're doing, guys. I'll make you a star. Sign up, you can refuse. Have a cigar. <laughs> but we, like I said, we, we try and not make it as much about us as we do about creating an environment where everyone's involved in a big party. So, yeah. yes, we might be the ones playing the music, but it's not really about – it's not – it's not a whole look at us, we're playing music, we're really good. It's like, yeah. let's have, sing along with us. You know yeah. what I mean? Come yeah. on, you know what I mean? I totally get that. I totally it's, get that. Uh, this is why we, we actually try not to, when we do weddings and stuff, we don't insist on a stage or anything. We're just like, okay, so where can we sit? Like, okay, right, so I'll, I'll stand on that chair, you stand over, you know what I mean? And yeah. just kind of almost um, get amongst the middle of everyone and mm-hmm. do the gig that way rather yeah. than, right, we're us, you're you. Yeah. This is- have you ever done a gig that hasn't worked? Like, has, has, has there been like a gig where you've gone, come out, come away, and gone? 
we we shouldn't have been there or, uh, or what was the point not, of that not, you know? not at the end of it we did have we did have one gig at the beginning of it where people were like what the fuck it was like someone's 50th party and it was like we were booked as a surprise for surprise. right for the mum it was it was a couple of <laughs> days, <laughs> a couple of sinners like a, 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 a pub and they said oh can you play for my mum's 50 I'm like yeah of course I can so we went along and she <laughs> and she introduced us to her and she goes oh this is Russ from No Limit Street Band she went ooh we're like, oh, this is going to go well. So anyway, we started off, we played our first song. And um, I normally do a bit to the crowd, like, evening one, how are you guys doing? And like, no one answered, right? Oh. So, I, so I, I thought I'd make a point. Was right, it kind guys. of just a lot of so, older people and just well, quiche? I, just, I, got the, I, got the, I got the band to stop. I was like, hang on, mate, stop. let's try that again. Good evening, one, how are you doing? And this woman at the back went, yeah, we heard you. <laughs> 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 so like, is it going to go well? But actually, by the end of it, that was really cool. That yeah. was a really cool gig. There's another one that we played at an, an old people's home. Oh, yeah, you see, that's a tough crowd because well, we, we, we... Half of them we, can't fucking hear anyway, we, can they? We, well, the thing is, they are of a generation and that generation just happens to be the generation yeah. that l- l- listened to my music when it came yeah, out. And, um, You're and not so, doing it right then. Yeah, I know. But they can't get up and shout and boogie and everything. And so when you start playing, there's not really much of a response. And the problem is, as we all know, as musicians... All of our energy pretty much comes from the response from the crowd. Plus, you have yeah. to have the ability to sing or play through the smell of piss and biscuits. Do you know what uh, I mean? So yeah, you've got to carry on. If, there's, if, yeah. there's, yeah, if there's biscuits, I don't care what the other smells are. <laughs> the thing was, actually, genuinely, that turned around to be a really, really great gig. Yeah, and, and so have all of ours at old yeah. people's homes. But you have to get over that initial, initial quiet. Right. So what we, we 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 ended up playing at this age UK venue, but it was actually the manager of the place. And it was her 40th. So we were like, well, okay. So we weren't expecting it to be old people. We were just like, okay, so it's going to be like, she's obviously got the run of the place so she can get the venue for nothing. <laughs> so she's obviously got the no, runs. No, no, no. So <laughs> she, she's got the run of the place so she can have the place for nothing. So we thought it would still be, it's a 40th birthday. So we yeah. still thought everyone would be like 30s, 40s. But no, it was her, her husband and all the old people that she looks after. Oh, I see. So we're like, okay, right. So are they going to know any of the songs and this yeah. and the other? We played Jump Around in the second scene. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, they were going mental. They loved it. Absolutely loved it. The funny thing was, though, was we was doing this thing. You know, you got the intro to Jump Around. Yeah. The, the sample yeah. from, was it Harlem Shuffle, right? The yeah. We're building up to it. And I saw this old bloke making his way through the dance floor towards me. His eyes on me. Oh, no. He thinks it's the Harlem Shuffle. No. We've gone. Oh, no. He thinks it's the last post or something. Waiting for the, like... To, to drop the, the jump around thing and he comes right to me goes excuse me mate have you got a Peugeot 306 as part of that song I'm like mate I'm just, can you do an announcement I'm like no mate we're doing a song <laughs> you know what I mean oh, <laughs> that's one of my pet peeves so I thought you were weird. like going to say oh, you just started some fanfare that he knew and he was going to get yeah. up and sort of like start boogie saluting like Boogie Bugle Boy or something <laughs> but again things come from that so we done that Age UK gig and then we ended up being asked to play at a Christmas concert that Age UK were doing at Westminster Cathedral Oh, oh so that was that with was, uh, Barbara Windsor, John Coleshaw, yeah. um, Joanna Lumley. Oh, wow. And it was really cool, you know, yeah. and it, that was that was, that was was a really cool gig. That was really good fun. I bet it sounded nice in there. Um, the acoustics were amazing, as yeah, you can imagine. Yeah, the acoustics were phenomenal. We played Winter's Tale by um, David Essex. It was only a winter's Oh, yeah. Was that a request from them to play that one, was it? No, we, we had to sort of supply, uh, you know, the Christmas stuff that we mm-hmm. did. And he didn't um, fancy a bit of Slade or anything well, like they, that? No, yeah. we did do Slade. They did, we did do yeah. Slade as well. We did that as well. But um, but no, like I said, these things come from, you, you know, we, we never turn around and say, no, we're not going to play a gig because it's not us. 
No, yeah, it's yeah. gonna go. No. Yeah. We'll so that's the thing. Now. That what is what is us? Like with no yeah. limit street, but there's no limit. Yeah. Well, that's part. That, <laughs> that wasn't even a pun. That, that's, that's, that's what it is. That's that's there is a reason why it's called No Limit Street Band, which is because there is you know there there isn't a genre of music that we won't try. There's no mm-hmm. type of music we won't mm-hmm. won't try. Things are more some things are more challenging than others. Just things don't translate very well to brass. Yeah. Sure. Uh, so, well, yeah. that's the other thing, isn't it? So No Limit also stretches over to some of the other stuff you've done, which is obviously the take that things, mm. the drumming stuff. So, and I know all about it, but tell us about because that's just literally another branch of where it could have gone, and it went. There. Yeah, it did. Yeah, so obviously, as I mentioned, the my background is in marching bands, and um, although No Limit Street Band performs just with a drummer nine times out of ten, where there are bits that we can do, so we can add more brass players to it, we can add a moving or marching percussion group or whatever it might be, or if people just want the drummers, we can do that as well. You know, which we have done. So yeah, the, the whole take that thing. Uh, that was good fun, having the four of us doing that for the weekend. That was pretty cool. It looks spectacular. It was great fun. But the, the thing is the thing is about those things, you, you you think that these things are planned well in advance. Oh, no. But they're totally not. So no, I got Right up to the wire, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. I got a call. Can you supply four drummers to, to play live on BBC One? We'll take that. And I'm like, yeah, of course we can. Um, when are we talking? Thursday. This Saturday. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. Saturday. This yeah. is Tuesday. This yeah. Saturday. I'm like... So I've now got to write everything, record everything, yeah. source the guys, teach the guys, get all the equipment. Uh, yeah, we can, we can, we can do that. And here's my fucking bill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> these are like again, like I remember, I remember this. Uh, like when you wrote a lot of the stuff, and it like it all gets filtered down, doesn't it? Like just do this with your sticks. A couple of times and then yeah. bow at the end. You know, oh, mate, listen, at the end of the day, smoke and mirrors, but at the like, end of the day, again, fun. it's coming out of that marching band drum corps mentality of having to do so many things to impress people. At the end of the day, I mean, I've got this thing with No Limit Street Band. I had it with marching band called the Grandma Test, right? Which is like, so for example, on, on a trumpet, trying to play really super, super high notes is really difficult. Really and, it, te- and exhausting. And it's hard, right? Yeah. Okay. That being said... It's only really kind of maybe musicians or tr- other trumpet players that would appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Now, if you try and uh, and try something which is really difficult and don't quite get it, right? Most musicians would go, "Oh, mate, that was really good. That was you know, yeah, so close to doing it." But your grandma would go, "That was what, that was, what was rubbish." That? Yeah, that, exactly. exactly. Yeah. We're not playing to train musicians. We're not playing. Yeah. You know, we're not trying to be clever or we're not trying to kind of impress any people with our musicianship. We're not interested in that. What we're interested in is. The nan helping the daughter, people have a really yeah. good time, having a great time. Yeah, and that's where the, like the technical stuff does just get chucked out the window, especially yeah, for TV stuff. Yeah, like but the dancing on nice things we did, you know, yeah. very simple stuff, and it's, it's just a visual, stuff. isn't it? There's yeah. sort of visual over, you know, no one's. It's not about us at the end of the day. But again, you so. know, that, that was another thing where they wanted things recorded specifically, and um, they and there's so many people in that creative process that have an opinion. So it's not as if you're kind of writing something and you're presenting it to one person. They go, "Oh yes or no, whatever." It's like right that then goes to like a whole group of producers, yeah. and they all and quite often their... they're not music minded anyway, so they're just no, exactly mm-hmm. right. Yeah. So, but the problem is like everyone wants their creative input, and it, it's it's it comes down to the wire because it can. So they they you know like right we got an hour till we go live we we still want to make a few changes on this you know and you kind of go right well you just have to go and go yeah. with it you know so as much as these things that are live on TV look well rehearsed in actual fact they they are but a lot of it is winging it <laughs> I quite enjoyed I quite enjoyed the uh, the slight battle not battle but um, the word is not even competition but like the the whole kind of thought process between like us as the drummers here mm. the dancers here. The, the people with the flags over there, you know, everyone feels like that that's their spot. Oh, of course. And uh, like, if you... Shine, don't well, and, well, no, not that, but like, obviously, 
they would cross over you to get to their position rather than let you go first, that sort of stuff. And yeah. I found it quite fun that, um, you know, we're all trying to get through this bit, but like everyone sort of feels like the priority should be there right of way and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Did you, did you find that a little bit? A little bit. I mean, yeah. You and there, there was a few people that like knew they were there that kind oh, of yeah, thing oh yeah of course but uh, you get that with a lot of people that were in marching band I mean like you know, marching band is such an insular thing that you know people that have done things you know significant in marching band have got I mean nothing to the people that are outside in the outside world but they think it does you know what I mean so yeah. I, I, I mean this will mean nothing to most people that are watching this but I marched DCI which is basically you go to America and you march with the top bands over there no one gives a shit <laughs> You know, you might, I mean, if you've got a 10-year-old lad who wants to do that in the future, yeah. they might be interested in it. Yeah. But otherwise, it's like, and? Yeah. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. I mean, Thank you know, you. fair play, you've had a great time. But all you were was someone who basically flew across the world and you did what someone else told you to do for six months. And you had a great experience and everything, mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean you're, doesn't mean you're anyone. Mm -hmm. And most people come back from those things and are really chilled and cool about it. But you do get some that kind of go, oh, I've done this and I've done that. Mm -hmm. You kind of go, and? Mm -hmm. I mean, that make you any better than anyone else, does it? I, I, Do you want to join the band? I'd be, I'd be, <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd be bragging about There's it. There's two weddings bit. we got this week, and you've got to do one of them. <laughs> Russ, should we, should we have some toast? Yeah. Right. So, uh, I mean, the, this podcast is called the Toast Train. We're not going to keep explaining why it's called the Toast Train. Basically, me and Amy love toast, and uh, we thought we'd do a podcast about it. But um, we ask our guests to bring in a special and secret topping to put on the toast. Now, what episode are we on? Seven. Seven. Seven now. So, I think the best. Basically, uh, Amy and I will give you a two separate scores out of ten for this. Okay. Uh, obviously, you've got some standard Hovis bread there, so you're not really going to go wrong with well, the toastage. Standard? Are we talking? Uh, are we talking medium or thick? It's medium, soft white. Okay. It's so is that all right for your okay. carb count today? Um, I can I can probably have a, a bite of it. I'm okay. Oh, I'm, I'm not going to go Just sniff it. Yeah. <laughs> so basically. Um, Get we would like you boy. to put uh, oh, a I'm, I'm sticking it in get, get some toast in the toaster oh, and uh, okay. while it's toasting away yeah. while that bread oh, is getting check hot the knob. what the toast in um, oh okay what am I doing here am I... there we go we good no. no what's that one then that's to lift it up high oh okay alright well, is, it, is it on she's getting warm okay cool yeah yeah she's warm so Russ while that's toasting away yeah. um, show us your topping what we got get your topping out <sighs> do you know what so I had to go with something that it's uh, just one of my favourite toppings, but it's not really that popular, I think, with a lot of people. Um, I couldn't if it's go... peanut butter, I'm going to cry for you. I couldn't go with peanut butter. I haven't gone with that. Good man. Um, and I couldn't go with Biscoff. Because... No, because clearly... Done that, yeah. Well, and, and also, you can't top it. You know, no, you, that's, that's true. But at and the moment, as we... far as 2020 is concerned, that there's a few life-changing things in my life. I mean, obviously, getting married, um, having kids, and discovering Biscoff. I mean, it's... <laughs> It's right up there. That's yeah, basically like, what I'm happened to all of us. Mission, I'm totally with you. Like, that's honestly, happened to all of us. 2020 has been shit, but if one thing that's come out of it is good, it's, it's discovering Biscoff. Yeah. But I couldn't go there because obviously... Touching on Biscoff done. very, very, very quickly. Yeah. Have you seen their ice cream? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I am. Apparently, there was an actual shortage of it. People Chris, really? bought so much of it. Crispy yeah. creams now do the Biscoff one. Yeah. It's really popular oh, now. God, for that. But anyway, I haven't gone down the Biscoff route. I've gone down another route. I did actually buy a fresh jar of this. I'm really then, excited. But he ate then, it on the way here. Sorry, no, not on the way yeah. here. Actually, I bought it the weekend, especially for this. But then I was like, oh, but I, I had to tuck into it because I knew I was going on a diet. I've bought lemon curd. Ooh. 
Controversial. That's so this the is the thing, right? lemon curd on the show. Yeah. Right. So I did do a bit of research and I knew it was the first lemon curd. So there we go. I've gone with lemon curd. Just okay. straight out of the Like, I'm fully is, on board. Is there any here. reason, like, you've chosen this? Is, I like is it, it. Is it like a childhood? It's no, nah, it's or? one of these things. Like, it's, re- it is quite, it's, it's quite sweet. So it's not something I would have all the time. I've got a sweet tooth, but I wouldn't have this all the time because it's just a little bit too much. But um, but the things with lemon... With lemon... <laughs> I'm actually starving. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the thing with lemon. It, it does do that. Mm. Wipe that Lemons do Quick, do that. It's now, are you, are you Feed a, me, Russ. Are you a butter with jam or... I'm a butter with jam, See, girl. I don't. So I, I'm just straight up jam. I don't, yeah, I don't I like don't to do mix. Jam. Are you talking lots? Some people like to do that with chocolate spread. I don't get those no, people. No, no. What are you I wouldn't doing? do it with chocolate spread. Mouth, right. Though, seriously. What's that? The butter melting in your mouth. As, yeah, yeah, on its own. No, with a topping as well. Or right. with cheese, so you, maybe. Are we slicing or are we just yeah, yeah carving? Do up. what you like. Right. So, so this is a co-op one, is it? Is that, a, a, is that a particularly one? good one or? I don't know, mate. I mean, I'm, I'm not a connoisseur when it comes to. I mean, I've never eaten it to be honest. So do they? Do they? Change from store to store, or what? I don't think so, mate. I mean, I think the recipe's pretty much standard, but it's good. I mean, it's not a jam; it's a curd. Um, <laughs> it has a curd. Made, yes, it's, it's made. It's um, it's made with eggs. Okay. So um, I thought it made be lemon, but, but it is vegetarian. Yeah, it's vegetarian. Yeah. I'm going in. Go Get on it. it. Go for it. I mean, I put it quite. I put it quite thick because I want it to. I want it to have a bit of a feature. I'm not, I'm not one of these people who just has that, uh, who just taste. smears. Oh my god! Pretty good, man. And it's See, I've never bought it. I didn't think it would be something that I'd like. It's nice, man. And I had no idea it had egg in it. Well, no, I, I, I didn't believe, know it had egg and, it. egg and lemon. Well, is that listen, really I don't know if this mm. has got egg in it. Because mm, it tastes like but lemon curd, meringue pie. A curd has. Which um, is meringue, which is the egg. Oh, yeah. That's exactly you what it tastes something like. something new every day on the toast Christmas, train. you can get clementine curd, which is oh, lovely, really nice. This is really good. Mm. Okay, so... Would you eat this pissed up, though? Like, come in, three in the morning, bang. That's exactly going to be my question as well, if you came in from like 10 beers at the pub, a few yoga bombs or whatever, coming absolutely slaughtered, would you make that on toast? I see, I, don't know I tend to go for savoury after drinking. Well, about pate and cheese. This is no. the thing about it, is it, it is it is very sweet. It's, it's very much a desserty kind of Oh my god, thing, it's isn't it? so good. It's really good. I'm eating the whole thing, so that's a good sign. Yeah, yeah. we never do that. Rob's never eaten a full slice of toast on the oh, toast. Well, no, 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 yeah. I went straight in. Right. You couldn't. You can't go wrong with biscuits, can you? No. Russ, this is so, so good. So, uh, good choice, isn't it? Racking it down for scores, then. Oh, are we going to score this toast? Nine. You're nine? Wow. Yeah, I'm straight in with the nine. Wow. Mm. Rob, yeah. is it deserving of another nine? You won't give it a nine. For me, it's, it's a very, very, very good eight. Wow. You can point five it if you really, really No, I'm gonna go eight. That's I really enjoyed that. I didn't I've got to be honest, when you pulled it out of the bag, yeah. a little bit of my heart sank because I was like, I've never tried this, I'm not sure it's for me. Mm. I don't mind lemons, but I prefer Now Russ, just so you, you know, know right, bad Rob stuff. is very difficult at scoring and he's generally the low scorer mm. and Amy's the highest. But eight's scorer. the highest I think I've ever scored. Well uh, no, you it? scored eight point five last week. No, uh, I scored eight eight point five. That Did was you me, do eight point five? Yeah. No, it wasn't me. But hey, that's my score, Ross. That's fantastic. There we go. Nice one, dude. But Very just, good effort. It's not um, me, mate. It's my, a lemon curve. And I love husband, that you've done the research as well. My yeah. husband, if you are listening to this, darling, can you just nip out and get some lemon curd, please? Well, this is for you. You can take it. <gasps> wow, wow, there we go. Look. Take it home. Amy, exactly how long is that going to last in um, your house? I'll probably do the lot by the journey home, Ten I reckon. <laughs> oh, you're I might just have to take a spoon fingers home. Fingers in. Yeah. 
Last Amazing. one. Well, thank you so much, Russ, for bringing that in. You're welcome, mate. No Bit problem. of lemon curd. So uh, for our next guests, whoever you may be. In fact, I know the next guest. Uh, yes. won't re- I won't reveal it just Wait, yet. Wait, hold though. on. I don't know the next guest. No, it's don't top you secret. Worry. Oh. Uh, to Russ. I just uh, have to interject. Um, go on. Your son, he's, he's got the Facebook. Yes. He's just come online and said, Dad, can you get me some on the way home? I want to try it. So, Ozzy, I'm donating it back to you, son. <laughs> oh, that's, um, uh, that's very kind of you. It's come back to that part of the show where we haven't done TOF yet. Should we do it now? We'll do yes. TOF. Russ, you're up for a bit of TOF? Let's do it. All right, ladies and gents, this is True, true or False. True or False. Hey. There it is. There's the jingle. We all didn't hear it. Which we, I we just assume. I'd love to arrange a way that we can the, this hear This technology, it. right, is too new because you guys just froze for about five seconds. There was nothing on the screen. <laughs> Perfect. Well, everything anyway. else has gone wrong tonight, so it so, might as well be uh, that as well. Normally, normally the guest uh, is the one answering the true or false questions, but um, because we don't have two guests, it has to be Rob versus Amy. So, okay. question one. Ready? Oh, we seem to have frozen. No, we're back. No, that was the thing. Shut up, Amy. Shut up. You're working on delay, mate. Shut up, Meg. Shut up, Meg. Anyway, so... Amy's just sending a fax or what you done. I am. No, the internet just went, (laughs) cough, Amy. Um, So I've just, um, for those who are interested and want to come and join us um, and manage jewellery for the Macmillan Coffee Morning, I've just put on the comments of this video um, all the events and the link to the event and the link to Manor Jewellery Essex. Wonderful stuff. I'm just laughing to myself because... From this shot I'm looking at on your laptop of the three of us, it looks like Russ is standing up, but he looks really short. <laughs> ah! <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it looks like. He's got tiny legs. <laughs> I'm just going to try and rerun that title. Like the ang- absolutely nothing. The angle of your legs. There you go. So you know what it looks like? The fancy dress costume where you're riding a horse <laughs> and the fake legs are over the top. That's what it looks like, well, like well, but without the horse. <laughs> Do I need to? What about if I adjust? I know you look like you're riding a horse. No, you, you, you're good. You're good. You can't win. Right, you ready for some true or false? Should we try? We're we doing the jingle again. <laughs> I've done it already. Oh, we're oh bloody hell! Uh, right, so question one. Now, actually, before you start, now bear yeah. in mind, I had to come up with some stuff because I've I said known so. Rob. <laughs> for almost 20 years mm-hmm. and Amy I've known you what four or five years not yeah. as well as I know Rob obviously um, so I've had to kind of come up with some stuff that we might not get well this yeah exactly I keep so, this, this very much was probably a difficult task then if you it was really difficult time. exactly because like you know most of the stuff I would come out with is stuff that about marching bands mm-hmm. or whatever that mm-hmm. you guys all true. know about exactly true well exactly so I've had to come up with some stuff yeah that Brett you don't know all right. All right. So here we go. It's good to neither of us are competitive. Well, this week, <laughs> Russ had a one-off speaking role in EastEnders in 1988. True okay. True or false? 88. <laughs> 88. I mean, how old does that make? I, I think Amy's gone to the. I'm trying to do maths in my head. Thank you for telling me that. Now, can you. Give me the line. Um, it's down the Queen Vic. <laughs> that wasn't the line. Can I? Can you just say it? Can you just say it for me? Then? It's down the Queen Vic. He's not East End enough. I don't think. Can you say the market's shut, Tracy? Well, I'll say watch it, Mister. No, helps. can you say the market's shut, Tracy? Oi, watch it, Mister. I'm yeah. walking here. Well, what, are you auditioning of... for Oliver now? Oh, I'm just trying to put myself in 11-year-old Russ. I'm... <laughs> I'm just... No, no, don't say that. <laughs> Let's not do that. <laughs> Maybe I told you that. Sorry, Spotify. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <God. laughs> so what, what do you want me to say? Sorry? 
the market's shut, Tracy. <laughs> Oi, Tracy, your market's shut. <laughs> He's just brilliant. got a dirty den on us there. Have a little Love bit. It. Okay, um, I'm going to say false. I think with your little flat cap on, the little boy running through the market and like, I don't know, Ian Bill barges him and goes, and he goes, oh, watch it, and runs off. I'm going to say true. It was actually Pete Bill. Was it? So, yeah, my, um, my school teacher, my head teacher at school, his brother was a producer on EastEnders and there loads of people from my school used to get extra parts and stuff like that. Um, oh, one other thing, it's false. I didn't mean, oh, oh, for God's sake. I was looking at my phone and then going, hold on a minute. <laughs> I thought, no, not only have I got that, I've actually got the character right as well. God's sake. So Amy won that. Thank you. Oh. So one nil. Right, question two. Bastard. Russ does not eat chocolate. True or false? Ooh, I know that you're a prolific snacker. That's a tough question because that could mean has he ever or is it now? Now, why I know you, that... Now, we you know you're on a diet. Yourself? I know that he's on a, yeah, pretty strict one and he's but, already pushed away lemon curds tonight. Also, I have eaten chocolate. That's that's a thing. I have eaten chocolate. Yeah, yeah. But and he said really, he had a sweet really, tooth, really, really good quality chocolate is not that bad for you. True. Mmm... Uh, I'm gonna. So can you reword the question? Reword the question. I mean, say the question again with the same words. Russ does not eat chocolate. I'm gonna say that's. that's I'm gonna say that's false because earlier when we talked about butter and chocolate spread, he went, "Nah, fuck that, man, no butter." So I know that he's eating chocolate spread on toast. So I'm gonna say he eats chocolate. He might not now, but I'm gonna say he eats chocolate. I'm gonna say the opposite of what Rob said. So he doesn't eat chocolate. Correct. It's true. He doesn't eat chocolate. Yes. Two nil. What? Explain, uh, Russ. Uh, well, it's one of these uh, things. Like, um, <coughs> I don't eat chocolate for the same reason that Russell Brand doesn't do drugs. It's just I just can't have enough of it. Right. And it's I I don't like the element of of not being in control. Right. So it's literally I eat a chocolate biscuit. I can't eat a chocolate biscuit. I have to eat a packet of chocolate biscuits. Now so that it, is something that I do. Yeah, I can But it got to the point where my wife would hide chocolate because I would just munch everything that's in the house. But I would find it, eat it, go to the shop and replace it back in the hiding place. And eat that and, one. And I'm kind of going, what the f- wow, what am I you doing? Dedicated. I know. Like, <laughs> but I'm like, what am I doing? You know, when you're when you're shamefully eating chocolate, you go, that, that's. That's not so. But as being a parent, yeah, there is that element of. I mean, we any parent out there who hasn't done this, fuck off. <laughs> uh, but hiding in a cupboard away from your children, oh yeah, eating a chocolate biscuit because yeah. it's literally the only thing that's going to stop you going you, insane. It, Sometimes you just need those moments. You have to very quietly snack, don't you? Oh. So you have to very quietly. Yeah, no, I'm just looking for some chickpeas, she says, eating a bar of fruit and nut. fridge or that dedicated drawer. Never put chocolate in the fridge. Cupboard. No, what kind of arsehole oh, does Chocolate is the best in the fridge. No, My husband, Cad- Cadbury's came out last week and, and said, said do don't put, put it in the fridge. Yeah, do not put it in oh, the fridge. Oh, well, I don't care. I think it, I like that crunch, man. I used to have a boyfriend who used to um, get uh, his chocolate bars and then leave them on top of the radiator. He used to unpack them, but still sit them in the wrapper and then leave them on top of the radiator that's and go back for them. Nice. And mock and nuts. Man, that's nuts. Did you bury him? Yeah. <laughs> Rob helped me, actually. That was a good weekend. <laughs> yeah, no, I like cold. What they, say, what they say about friends is that a friend will help you move 
a good friend will help you move a body. Well, there you go. That's why we've been mates <laughs> for so yeah. long. I've got this. I'll, I'll, I'll shovel it. You ready? No three. Yeah, two, I'm, I'm not doing very well. Right, for the blokes, right? You've got to do this. Um, Russ has recently consciously changed which foot he puts in his underwear first. Oh, I can well believe that. Say that again. I 100% Say believe that. that. To be fair, um, Russ has recently consciously changed which foot he puts in his underwear first. Yep. 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 So if you're putting on your boxes, you used to do your right foot, now you do your left. See, I'm going to say false because I feel like this is... You, this think, sa- that, no, you think that Russ is a double footer? No, this sounds... This, in there. this sounds like <laughs> Russ has made up a question for the toast train. <laughs> yeah. So I'm saying bullshit on that one. And you're saying... And he's laughing. I think he has consciously changed the foot he puts his knickers in. It makes it 3-0. Oh, for God's sake, why would he do I'm that? In, I'm in the Rogers psyche, now, that's you why. Now, very quickly, because we're I know why, already. because sure, you're okay. a control freak, no, it's and a, it's... you want to train your brain to do the opposite of what it naturally does, so you become more talented in other areas of your life. Um, it's actually a trap nerve. I can't actually move my, my oh. feet, right? So it, it's, it's, it's difficult to put socks on, on my right foot. Then more difficult than my right. You should have just gone with Amy's saying. Yeah. That's not, that's yeah. not consciously. That's because you've got. Well, no, no. The thing legs. is, no, no. But the thing is, you, I normally when I put underwear or shorts on, I'd go left foot first. But I've had to change that to right foot first because when I put my left foot in, I was really, really struggling to get my right foot in. Uh. So I now put my right foot in first because I can do that in a way that I can manage without too much of a pain in the back. And then left foot is easy. So I've had to consciously change the way I put put on underwear. So that must go down to shoes, everything now as well. Well, no, because shoes are independent. Yeah, but you still have to kind of put the weight, I suppose, yeah. It's not a weight thing. It's it's being able to, because obviously your underwear can only move and stretch so far. So I'm going to try and get the right foot in once the left leg's already in is a real challenge. Gotcha. So I do right foot first now. So that goes into shorts and jeans and stuff. Good job of cuts camera two before you do (laughs) (laughs) Nice, yeah, we'll get them to strip. Uh, Right, you ready for question four? It's 3 0, Rob. I've got no way of winning, have I? So go for it. I'll let you have this one, babe. How? I haven't got one right yet. Oh, well, there's six questions. questions. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Everything, everything's a play for. <laughs> right. Amazing. There we go. Effort back in the game. Robert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Russ is trained in how to hypnotise people. Russ is trained in how to hypnotise Well, there's only yeah. one way to answer that, isn't there? Oh, my there? God. Can you hypnotise me? Not on the show, I can't. Why? Because broadcasting regulations. They're not allowed to show, you're not allowed to broadcast the hypnosis process. You cannot hypnotise people. What about Paul McKenna and all that? Do do they skip that? No, they never did. They always skip that bit out. Um, if you do it live on a t- on a on a theatre show, you have to say to people, if you don't want to be hypnotised, leave the auditorium and that kind of stuff. So, we wouldn't be able to broadcast. That's actually podcast. true because they did a similar. So thing you're saying they could technically hypnotise the whole world? World who's watching? There was all of the nine people. Because surely that is a big government weapon right there. Hold on, you've got there? to do your answer first. Sorry. Right. <laughs> no, no, no. no. I, I want to hear why what you was about to say. So. Uh, oh, there was one time that Darren Brown did it where he got people stuck in their chairs at home. He, he was he was he was able to circumvent it because I think he kind of made a declaration or something. Because he always, when Darren Brown does stuff, he never he always says that what I'm doing is a mixture of like you know misdirection mind manipulation. And mind. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's yeah, not. Yeah. I've got no psychic powers or any power over anyone. Um, but yeah, he'd done it on TV once. But yeah, broadcasting wise, you have to get you, that have to that must have gone through several levels of clearance in order mm-hmm. to be allowed to do that. Christ. So what do you reckon? True or false? <laughs> I tell you what, if it's, if it's, it's bloody tricky, true, I want you to do it after the very, show. Very, very tricky. Because the thing is, 
that is the sort of thing that you would know. However, however, Russ has also got very good garb. Yeah, and I and think that that, 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 that whole story he just said there about all the like is that's basically so that, that sold it, hasn't it? So I'm going to say either that or he's no. doing he's doing the double misdirect. Unless I'm, I'm hypnotised go, already. I'm going to go. I'll Amy, go. Amy, yes, Amy, you go. Amy, no, Amy, you're under. I'm joking. <laughs> I I I'm going to say I could do with a nap. I think over the years I've known Russ, I, I would have heard this surely. So I'm going to say no. And oh, I'll say yes, just false. to be opposite. Oh. Well, Amy's 4-0 up. Oh, ah! for fuck's It's sake. true. I haven't done it for years, and it's something that takes a lot of practice to get right. But, um, but yeah, I've done... My, a good friend of mine called Tim Box. Um, <laughs> square, he's a bit square. Genuinely, to, totally his name. But he's a, he's a hypnotist, clinical hypnotist, and I've done a training course with him. Oh, that's like quit stuff. smoking and stuff, that sort of thing. Um, he does. He actually does a lot, and he's actually got a book out called... Um, what's it called? Tim, I'm really sorry. I can't remember this if you're watching I'll this. find um, it. I'll find it's, it. It's called Tim Not in Around called, the Eyes, In the oh, Eyes. It's, no, it's about uh, anxiety and that kind of stuff, because ah. that's what the majority of his clients Is it Control System? Control System, thank you. He does this thing called the Control System, but he's actually got... No, it's another book as well that he's got um, out, but... So he just thought he'd show you how to do it one day? No, he'd done a training thing. So I was going to do this control system training. I was going to train as a practitioner um, to actually kind of help people. I mean, I actually gave up smoking through hypnosis. I don't want to sound like one of those people, but Tim Box looks like a fucking hypnotist. And it, it, well, Look at it, them it, eyes. But the thing is about it, right? The thing is about hypnosis. If you want to see what a hypnotist looks like, I'm going to put it in the comments. He's a super nice guy as well. Super, super nice, nice bloke. But... Um, <laughs> Something about it, the, the fact that he looks like a hypnotist helps with the hypnosis hypnosis process. Does he walk because, out to like theme music no, when he no, comes no, out? Like that. Actually, he's 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 amazingly good that he can actually hypnotise people with their eyes open and all this kind of stuff. It's not it's not necessarily like I mean what you see on a stage with a stage hypnotist that's obviously very very theatric and very um, you know it's it's meant to be done on a, a stage. Pizzazz, yeah. He can get people to do stuff like, um, you know, having their hands and you're not being able to move it, but you're, you're totally aware that it's happening and it's, it's really freaky. And like I said, I mean... It I, is amazing to watch. Yeah. I mean, I, I went can to... You, can you use that to your own advantage, though? No, you can't. This is the thing, right? So you can't really do much under hypnosis you wouldn't normally be willing to do, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's suggestive. Like walk off the cliff. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't do that, obviously. No. Yeah, exactly. the thing is, when I saw, uh, saw a hypnotism show... Mm hypnosis show and the guy at the beginning was like this is how hypnosis works yeah if you absolutely do not want to be hypnotized mm. you have the power to not be hypnotized it's, it's you, very very yeah. conscious but if you yeah. allow yourself and this was said to uh, my mum when she was being hypnotized for i think stopping smoking years and years and years ago like if you don't want to give up smoking you don't want to be hypnotized you can just sit there and look at me and Absolutely. it will not work. You have to be open-minded and you have to kind of like let yeah, me somehow. tune into that Absolutely. channel you in order to, for me to like get in you your have brain to be basically. To be led into that yeah. state. Right? So, yeah, you see, I would love to be hypnotized. Right. But also I can't let that happen. Very quickly, just to explain it quick, very quick, but you you've you've been hypnotized, I can tell you that. But not not necessarily been aware that you have, right? So this hypnosis, fucking guy. Hypnosis, essentially, 
and this is Tim's, the way Tim's explained it to me, is like, it's called subconscious dominance, right? Okay, so you've got two parts of your brain, you're obviously conscious and you're subconscious. You've got a part which is very critical and analytical, which is all about being able to separate reality from the, from imagination, if that makes sense, yeah? And the other side, which is all about the imagination and what's capable with that. Have you ever watched a movie and been emotionally affected by it? Oh, yeah. Right, so you've been hypnotised. You, or, yeah. or you've been in a state of subconscious dominance. Yeah, yeah, say. absolutely. Because, because you let yourself get away right. with the story. But you also know it's not real. Yes. But your body and physically you've, you've, you've acted and reacted like it is real. Yeah, Does yeah, that make yeah. Sense? Totally get that. So it's been in, in this state of mind where that you, you allow your imagination to... To take the lead, essentially, and you you mm -hmm. put your kind of critical sides, you allow your, your your critical side is put to one side to allow your imagination to to come to the fore. That's my understanding of it. At least, I mean, to be honest with you, even people like Darren Brown and hypnotists don't actually know the full ins and outs of how hypnosis works. They just know that it does, and they know how to access it. It's fascinating. Cool. Oh, it is. Yeah, absolutely, it is. Yeah. It still absolutely. doesn't mean that I've won this fucking round, though, does it? <laughs> no. What's the next one? Then I might as well lose with style. What's next, Dad? Well. Um, <laughs> I've even forgotten myself. That's number five. It's uh, Russ had a couple of speech impediments as a kid, which he trained himself out of. True or false? What were your speech impediments, Russ? Um, I had a lisp, <coughs> and I think it's called rotorism, where you pronounce your R's as W's. Oh. And when your name you said is, that pretty well. When your name is Russell Stewart Rogers, mm -hmm. or as I used to say, yeah, Russell, Russell or, uh, Stewart Rogers. Um, yeah, I had to train myself out of that. See, I feel like you've got again, you've got quite good speech, good dialect, but you've got that kind of presenter vibe, you know, in your sort of videos and stuff like that. So I think that could be the result of a previous speech impediment where you've got tried so hard and come out the other side and you've actually enjoyed being vocal and stuff like that. So I'm going to say perhaps true. I'm going to go Maybe with true did. too. It's true. It's 5-1. Hey. That's like Jonathan Wass, isn't it? Good yeah. to get one. But he's kept it because it's, a, it's gimmick. a gimmick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, that's what I have in a skin. It wasn't as if it was, you know, hard work to get out of it. It was a case of that I had this speech impediment. But yeah, my sister used to get me to say a, a, um, a tongue twister, which was seven sizzling sausages sizzling in a pan, um, which with a lisp comes out hilariously. Yeah, I bet. So, uh, but, but yeah, so you well, used to have yeah. a lisp and, and pronounce my R's as W's. How, how old were you when you sort of got out of there? 29. Yeah. <laughs> also, I started um, putting my trousers on. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, about Let's that. quickly do this uh, last question, Go and on then, then obviously you can carry on. But um, yeah, uh, Russ's middle name is Stuart, and he is a direct descendant from the Scottish royal family of the Stuarts. Well, he's either the cleverest mother fudge cake I've ever met because he accidentally, on purpose, just dropped his middle name as yeah. Stuart, which is totally Russ's bag, by the way. He would do that. And he's a goddamn ginger. Are you a Stuart or a Stuart? He's a S-T-E-W-A-R-T. The actual name changed because Stuart, the actual word Stuart comes from steward, which is to look after something. That's where the Stuart name comes from. Um, and it just got changed throughout the years. It's actually the Stuart, as in the royal family, is S-T-U-A-R-T. Um, but the lineage that... Because mine went down the kind of um, matriarchy side, the, um, the, the female side. female side, exactly. And my my surname's Rogers, but it was 
going back a couple of generations, it used to be Stuart Rogers as a double-barreled thing, but then the tradition within the family changed. The the first bullshit. Born, no, the first the firstborn. I'm the calling first, it. The firstborn son has the middle name Stuart, and then the last name Rogers. So oh, my, it's my so dad, close. My dad, Dennis Stuart Rogers, well, and I, my Ronald Stewart. I can't win it. anyway, so you I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm say saying it's true. true. You say it's yeah. true and I'll say it's I'll false. Say it's true. I'm going to leave that as a question mark because it's not even on my sheet. Is it bullshit? Well, no, he could ginger. say true or false at this point. Is it he? bullshit? It's false. Yay! <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. Amy, you absolutely smashed the pants out of me. That was true or oh, False. false. <laughs> Brilliant, amazing. Wonderful stuff. Well, uh, Russ, you've been an absolutely fantastic guest. Uh, really good old friend of mine. Lovely to see you, mate. Yeah. Uh, have He's you got any old. final things that you'd like to kind of plug? Like, I mean, obviously, to plug shows and stuff is a bit tricky at the minute, but all your websites, all your things that are coming up. Well, we can actually plug some shows. We've got, we've got a show, um, there's a pub in Rochester called the, uh, the Moon Dance Bar. We're playing there on the 11th of September. They've got an outdoor area which can be limited with regards to how many people they let in. So that's all social distance and that kind of stuff. Uh, so we're doing that. We've actually got Oktoberfest um, in Camden at the Electric oh, Ballroom every mega. Saturday. We're doing two shows every Saturday throughout October. Um at the electric ballroom and again that's all social distance as well so you get your table you stay there it's it's um obviously you know waitress service and that kind of stuff or waiter service uh bringing your beers and stuff so yeah no we've got these shows going on and people can buy tickets they are they are we are issuing those tickets on a money back guarantee if, if, the, if the event okay. doesn't go ahead you get your money back so there's no fear of, of that so people should go and buy tickets and come see us in camden okay well Where can I've, they pick them up? I've put the link to the website oh, your great. website on our comments so okay, um, people, i'm guessing that everyone can go via the website and uh no they'd have up. to go for the if they just look up camden oktoberfest oktoberfest has got a k obviously i will drop Stick that, that on in there. And Russ, what about all your social media handles and anything you want us to, to get following right oh, now? Just No Limit Street Band. Just search No Limit Street Band, Facebook, Instagram. You'll find where we are on there. Okay, doke. Uh, Amy, should we also give our sponsors a mention? Adam, tell us all about your business first, mate. Get your sexy microphone out. Hey, sexy microphone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, OC Media Solutions. Um, Literally anything you can do with a computer. There we go. OCM.Solutions. But you do more than that. You fix phones and stuff like that, don't you? Yeah, I do phones and... Microwaves. Okay, he's really selling it tonight. And, and right, I'm going to tell you a little bit about the Braintree Printing Company, as as you can see behind me here. So that's the Braintree Printing Company. The phone number is 01376 345 915. The website, www.braintreeprinting.co.uk. Also, they're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Basically, if you like printing stuff, if you want stuff printed, like our lovely back brick wall here that we've got um, then Braintree Printing Company is the one for you and last but not least we have puzzlebroker.co.uk if you need something sending from A to B then jump online go and visit the website all of the major branded couriers are there and they will absolutely get the best price for you so that is parcelbroker.co.uk I've used Parcel Broker have yeah. you? Yeah. yeah brilliant service actually marvellous that's great to didn't hear didn't break nothing did they no not single it's all good no but no, brilliantly they did give me the best price they could get so. it was a jigsaw of a vase wasn't it <laughs> <laughs> that's what we got delivered um, so also uh, calling all musicians and, and artists and stuff out there if you want your music videos uh, featured on the show uh, like Russ's videos are about to be shown then uh, it's really simple just get in touch with us on any of the platforms or the website toasttrain.tv or at toasttraintv on any of the socials we'd love to give your music a spin we particularly love the stuff that no one's heard of or if you need help with that publicity uh, you know we'd rather show you than all the big guns and stuff like that but uh, so 
Get in touch. We'll get your tunes on the show. I would love to have a little bone, a bone off. Before you do that, Russ, get your horn up. Hey, 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 hey. Important news, mate. What's the the news? news? Our first competition. (gasps) Oh yes. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. How do I? Oh, Babs, can you unlock it? Just have to twist the thing. Do you keep on? Do you keep twisting it, or does it just? There you go. There we go. Wow. (laughs) Definitely improved since earlier. I need to work on that. Tell us about this. It's our first competition that we're doing on Toast Train TV, and you have the chance to win something that we're going to be posting tomorrow. So keep... Keep on the page. So we've got a competition to win something that they don't know what it is. Yeah. Okay, cool. So Mystery competition. Are you saying that they need to hit up our social media pages to find out how to win said prize? Yeah, uh, it'll be all Can we give them a clue? Um, What sort of people should be looking? You can game with it. You can game with it. It's a jigsaw of a vase. There it is. All right, so if you guys want to win a prize, then obviously hit up our social media tomorrow. Uh... Now, we're going to leave you with No Limit Street Band's uh, video. Uh, Russ, before we go, we're going to have a little jam, but uh, tell us about this video. Uh, it's one that I, I made in lockdown. Actually, what I've noticed by supplying this is that I'm, I'm embarrassed to say we haven't got enough videos of the actual band with loads of guys involved in it. So this is just me. <laughs> but this is, um, yeah, so this was done over lockdown. One thing that has like come out of lockdown is, is people learn new skills and this, that and the other. And yeah, I put this video together. Um, of me playing some songs. So it's No Limit Street Man. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Marvellous. No member street band. No, I'll leave it that. All right, so uh, quickly Why don't you play us out, Rob? What are we going to play? I don't know. Russ, what should we play? Seven Nation Army. Go. Both of you. That's all from us at Toast Train. <laughs> we'll see you on the next one. Here is Ross Rogers with No Limit Street Band. We have given up. See ya. Thank you. Woo-hoo! That's the show. <laughs>
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.